dub track. Basically, the, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I've got a cool Modi in here, too, that has instrumental for scratch. Oh, fuck yeah. It's a maxi single also, so we'll break that out here soon. Of what song? <laughs> oh, shit, what is it? Not a super popular one, which is weird, because you would think that it it being a maxi single and everything, it would be rather popular, but it's not. this sucker on. I think that might have been causing a little bit. Anyway, we are back, everybody. Um, I guess first things first, Mike, let's get our beers open. You got yours. Now, this looks like a really special This is, I, you did. I had to look so far for these. I couldn't. Did you import this? Uh-huh. I did, yeah. Yeah, I imported it from my uh, fridge in the basement. Nice. Uh, before that, I imported it from a 30-pack box <laughs> into my fridge. <laughs> I'm just smelling it. And I'm already laughing. You know what, dude? I'm getting my, Fruit Loops. My... <laughs> Smarties. Sherbet. Sweet Tarts. The floor of a daycare. <laughs> Before the day starts. Oh, yeah. Seriously, dude. <laughs> the floor of a daycare. <laughs> oh, you're going to a glass with this? <laughs> yes. Shit. This might be the first time this beer's ever poured into a glass. Everybody, this is a natural light natter day. Uh, the vintage is 2019. <laughs> if you are thirsty, I cannot for these, believe I'm drinking. And this you shit. enjoy this beer, I would go to a Walmart right now and get yourself a 30 pack because it's probably only about ten dollars. <laughs> I don't know if I'd do that, guys. You don't like? I like it. That's a sign of a good beer when Mike spits a big wad of it back into the can. <laughs> it's like if, uh, I don't know what it's like, dude. I'm lost here. It's like a chemical composition made in a fucking dark secret lab in Tennessee. Is <laughs> what it's like, dude. It's not great. It's like if Pabst Blue Ribbon did a collaboration with Nerds Candy. <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's, that's good. what you get. It is a lot like that. <laughs> Or even if natural light did a clown. <laughs> All right. I'm going to come clean here. I've been talking about being yourself and everything. Right. This is my second 30 pack of these. <laughs> I drink this shit fucking the last month of summer. Well, I keep reaching for it. Out so. by the pool. Well, you know why? Because here's the problem with... Here's your problem that you walked into this with. You were expecting beer. I knew I had a problem, but... This is not a beer. No, This is... Mike. This is Natter Days, bro. <laughs> Strawberry lemonade and drinking beer. So it's a shandy. As opposed to, what other beer is there than drinking beer? I guess there's cooking well, beer. There's suppository beer. Do they make beer just for cooking, Mike? Uh, yes, they do. It's Budweiser. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that one. Um, it's a light lager with natural flavor. I highly doubt that's natural flavor. I do too. <laughs> but you know what, Mike? This beer is for those who like strawberry lemonade and drinking beer. 
Maybe they don't mean drinking beer. Maybe they mean drinking beer. God damn it, dude. You just blew my mind. <laughs> hey, baby, you know what I like? I like drinking beer or is it drinking beer? No, motherfucker. I like strawberry lemonade <laughs> and drinking beer. <laughs> well, I'm close. I like strawberry lemonade and I like drinking beer. Like beer for drinking, or you like drinking beer? Yeah, this is drinking beer, not not eating beer. <laughs> not shitting it's beer. It's a little or thinner than beer. eating beer. <laughs> Look, it's almost, it's, it, it's not even opaque. It's You can see right through it. It's like glass. Yeah, at first glance, you'd think it was like a Miller Lite or something, and then, and then the bouquet hits you. <laughs> Again, Mike... I've drank more than 30 of these. Actually. Well, then you should know. I've probably good. drank about 50 of these. <laughs> You're more qualified than I am to tell whether they're good or not. Well, I think they're scrumptious. But I do like... That's a good word. I do like fruity candy. So maybe that's what it is. Somebody took a natural light, they pulled out most of the alcohol, and then they poured in... Did they do that too? Well, yeah. It's only like 4.2%. Okay. Good, good, uh, it's near beer. Lower beer. Near beer, it is actually that's what I drink it most. Doing, um, not you're lawn out of time, bro. You might have a month of lawn mowing left, and then I'm done. I'm done because now I, uh, TNT goes out there and he just minces up the leaves for us. We put down a bunch of grass seed, but anyway, we don't need to get all that. All right, uh, so now we typically this is the time when we talk about things that we're into. Oh, I know. We're both going to have the same thing on this one. This is going to be long. I know one thing that we're probably both really into that's relatively new this week. (laughs) Yeah. Huge. Huge. For those of you without Disney Plus, I'm sorry. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing. You really don't. I don't give a flying shit what else is on there. There's one thing on there that really matters. That's correct. Yeah. It was worth $169 for three years. But you're good for, for three this years. One show. Dude, you're golden for three years. Though. Yeah, and there's so much more content getting dropped later. Like right now, that to me is the only thing right. on Disney+. Plus. Uh, well, you know, the, okay, go ahead. I mean, you what got your it? Marvel movies, you got your yeah. Star Wars movies, finally, yeah. they're all in one place. But I know you're bummed out because Last Jedi's not on there yet. But oh, be. yeah. It's on Netflix. It's tearing me up. You can still watch it on Netflix, Mike, Thank so it comes God. on. Because I know you're a big fan. You wrote like the the, the milk creature. A Is lot. it Ryan or Rian Johnson? Rihanna Johnson. Rihanna Johnson. <laughs> no, okay. it's Ryan Johnson. Have you seen Looper? Yes. I liked it a lot. That was a good show. Yeah. I think he's a good director. He just needs to stay the fuck away from Star Wars. Well, I think that was his problem. I think what he did is he went into Star Wars and he tried to create something else. And at the same time... They were trying to tamp it down when he was doing things that got a little crazy. Well, how much crazier could it have gotten that they were tamping down? That shit was insane. <clears throat> okay. I don't even really want to talk about this. All right. Let's not get into Last Jedi. Right. <laughs> yeah, because let's just we, leave that alone. We, yes. It's going to go nowhere good. I'm cooler with it than Mike is. But I. But anyway, yeah, let's carry on. So I'm Mandalorian. Cool Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah, Mandalorian. Uh, that was a theme song I did earlier, by the way. Or, it's available on Spotify. Did you know that? Is it really? The whole score part is right now, yes. It's good and, music, man. And audio, I think, is 
one of the best aspects of that show because they've captured all the original sound effects. Yes. And... On TV! Oh, TV, you got that. I mean, there's just little things. You're like, oh, that took me back to, yeah. uh, you know, the very beginning. The way the doors open, the sound of the, you know, the way yeah. the doors open and close, or the bigger doors, you know. And it's little things. It's Star Wars, man. Audio really takes you back. Yeah. Remember with the Rogue One trailer, not to get off the yeah, subject, sure. but yeah. the first trailer, it started off with those uh, alarm sirens that you'd hear yeah. on Imperial ships. Yeah. Like, yeah. And... God, that just makes goosebumps. And where does that come from originally? Where, where Do you know what that sounds from? Those are from like original battleships in World War II. Were they really? Shit. Yeah. Wow. That's the actual, like, if you ever watch old war movies and you see them especially, well, you can hear the sound better if you're up on like the deck of a ship, but you'll hear it if you ever see any like old submarine movies. Old submarine movies were kind of a thing of mine for a while. I, I like World War Two movies. I like World War Two, everything about not. I don't like the Holocaust, but you know, those the Nazis, they did dress well. So, but <laughs> they were snappy dressers. Fucking snappy. They had their shit together in a clothing department, right? Seriously, seriously. I mean, if you stop and think about it, if you're gonna get your ass kicked, do you want to get your ass kicked by some disheveled folks? I don't know. We should ask Great Britain this because we kick their ass. Did they like we us kicking the their South. ass? <laughs> Talk about disheveled. Wow. All right. Sorry if you're from the South. There's yeah. I, there's parts of the South I like. Just not a lot. But Florida. Just a few. Yeah, Florida is great. I love the Panhandle. Mike gets down a little deeper than me. <laughs> you know, I do love Disney World. I will go to Star Wars Land in Disney World when that it's built. I'm going. We're going to go. Probably not next year, but the year after that. I'm fucking going. When you described your trip there and you said, well, there was this one time where they had this Imperial March and all the stormtroopers were coming by and yeah. I'm just sitting there sipping out of my BB-8 cup. <laughs> I have that cup at work. I was sitting there, you know. It's the really the only bummer about that whole story, Mike, is the fact that I wasn't drinking alcohol out of that BB-8 cup because that would have been double whammy. Cashew chicken is from Springfield, it's from Missouri. from the United States. It's from Springfield, Missouri. It never existed outside of here. Where are cashews from? Fuck, man. That's a good question. Because that would tell you right there it's not authentic. Yeah. Uh, are there cashews in other Asian food, though? Not really, I guess, huh? There's plenty of peanuts in Thai, but... Yeah. Have you ever had cashew chicken? Yeah. It's kind of more of a gravy than a sauce, you know? I'm not a huge fan of Chinese food, honestly. I like Mugu Gai Pan. Mm, yeah. Uh, it's too sweet. That's about, the problem. Uh, have you ever had... Uh... <laughs> oh, Jesus, I can only imagine where this is it's going. It's so sad when I laugh at my own jokes. Some young guy. Yeah, have you ever had the cream of some young guy? <laughs> It's like from fucking Wayne's World, isn't it? Does he say that? I'll take the cream of some young guy. <laughs> fucking Wayne's World. Um, I like Chinese food. I'm not like a crazy big Chinese fan. Like I can, I would never eat it cold. I know a lot of people that eat Chinese food eat it cold. 
I mean, we've talked on here about this before, but my favorite food, beyond a doubt, and I had it last night again, is Mexican, Mexican. food. I mean... Yeah, I would say as far as categories of food, Chinese is the very bottom for me. Really? Very bottom. Really? Anything else. Even, anything but that. Even below Japanese and Dirty Knees and Look at These? <laughs> That's racist! Tune in Tokyo. Sorry. Uh... Really? I didn't know that. So probably even Japanese food you like better. Oh, yeah. So you For like, sure. you like, uh, like sukiyaki and sushi. I like and teppanyaki and teppanyaki, sushi. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love Indian food. Yeah. Well, Thai Japanese food. beer is really good. I like too. Vietnamese food. Japanese beer is good. Chinese beer, not that great. No. No. Really. Asian good. countries are not really known for their beer. No. Japanese do... I tell you or what, alcohol in general. I mean, sake. It's they good, do, but it's not great. No, it's not. But they do. I think what Japanese do is they take things from other countries and they try to improve upon them. Okay. Uh, their language, for instance, their written language is entirely stolen from China. <clears throat> I mean, not for the kanji for the. the I never thought about characters. that. It Why is. would they have two separate languages? How long were they on that island? Good question. Long fucking time. Yeah. Well, all the the ideograms, right? The characters that you need to read, you need to know thirteen Toyo kanji, which is everyday kanji. You have to know like thirteen hundred to read a paper, right there. Hmm. Um, but we know more than thirteen hundred words. Although right now the USA is not really selling that. No. Um, not so but... much. LOL. <laughs> I know Fox. Um, <laughs> but. Anyway, I don't even know why we're talking about this. Yeah, Mexican's the best. It is. Yeah. It's like if you had to eat one food category for the rest of your life, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I would not have a problem with I would Mexican eat Mexican food. Because it's it's diverse. You've got so many things within the Mexican genre. Yeah. That don't most for, people don't even think about. Don't I mean. forget, they have tequila. Oh, I was about to forget that. I, I'm kind of surprised. I'm glad I reminded you because it's very important. I had uh, Tesoro Maya, uh, tequila Tesoro Maya Añejo last night. I had a shot of it again. The Añejo. Remember when we had that? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. When we had it, I know that when we drank it, did we drink that one first or did we drink Reposado first? I think we might drink Reposado first. <sighs> I think first. we did Reposado. Right. Because we're used to that, obviously. And then we drank in Yeho and we were like, oh, it's almost too sweet. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, last night, I just got a Dos Equis Amber, gigantic beer that they serve at Mexican restaurants. It's like God, three, I love that. three beers. That's the other great thing about Mexican restaurants. They're not the fucking around giving you a fucking little sissy glass of beer. I said, would you like the big one or the small one? <laughs> the fucking uh, big one. Mucho grande, por favor. Si. Right? <laughs> Every time. They give you a big-ass glass of beer. So I'm drinking that, and I got a shot. Because I looked up, and they had all three of them up there. I'm like, fucking A. I'm going to try so that did you again. go to the ranch? No, I didn't. And I somebody asked on Facebook, and I said, don't tell Elvin. And I tagged <laughs> Elvin in it when I said it. Cause Cheating I'm, on you, buddy. I'm friends with Elvin on Facebook. It's sad. I'm friends with multiple tequila companies and Elvin, the <laughs> bartender. That's funny. He's a great bartender, though. Um, maybe. I don't know. I've always been drunk around him. But, no, we were at, um, oh, over there on Douglas. Uh, I'm not even pointing the right direction, so don't pay La attention. Fuente? Yes. 
the fourth day. Yeah, and I don't usually go there, right? I don't really like that place. It's just loud. When is it out here in Lee's Summit that everybody thought they could bring their fucking kids everywhere they go? No, man. You know what I'm talking about? In the background, I'm like, God damn it, man. I am in a nice Mexican restaurant. Please. I'm trying to enjoy my 64-ounce beer. Yeah. And, and my children. three ounces of tequila here. Because they poured it in night pretty. No, it was regular shot glass. It was a little taller shot glass. But boy, I took a sip of that and it was going down really good and smooth. I drank it. I sipped on it. I didn't shoot it. And I said, okay, well, you know what? Maybe, because we've talked about that. It almost feels obscene when you have a shot glass of tequila or even a rocks glass with tequila in it to not shoot it. But it didn't feel that way this time. So I tend to sip them. At least the ones we've been. Well, drinking. yeah, we've been on the higher end ones. I mean, but... if it's Cuervo, you're shooting it. And reaching for the line. And then you're shooting yourself for fucking drinking yeah. that because it's disgusting. I It's been forever since I've done a Do Cuervo they make shot. a nice Cuervo? I don't even know. I'm sure they do. They've got to. Well, uh, they have to have a crazy Isn't bottle. there Cuervo 1800 or something like that? Yeah. They've got a few different ones. I've had them, but they're not very good either. No. no. We've become such tequila snobs. We are tequila snobs. Like the top shelf back in the day was Patron, and that's piss. And that's shit. Yeah, I wouldn't even touch that shit. I wouldn't even make a margarita with that. I'd rather make that with Cuervo. Okay, I'm sorry. That's full. I'm lying. Um, but Don Hula Silver, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll I made pass them. on the margarita and drink it I made a margarita. I made not going to be Patron. I made the Stone Cold Margaritas last night. I'm telling you, Altos Silver, or Altos Reposado, it's $39 for a half gallon, right? The big the right. 1.75 liter. $39, perfect for mixing with everything. But since I started making these Stone Cold Margaritas... So you're off Palomas now. Yeah. Well, because of Stone Cold Margarita. You don't even need to look at think about Paloma again after you have one of these. I should have fucking made so what's those. A stone cold. Oh margarita? my god! Stone cold Steve Austin. I know you're fishing here. Let's stone cold Steve Austin, dude. You know okay. who he is, right? Yes. A professional wrestler. You know, yeah, flip gotcha. people off and drink Coors Light on. I don't even watch wrestling. So he's come up with a margarita. But, but it's funny, isn't it? Funny how wrestling has invaded our popular culture so much. We're literally drinking off luchador coasters. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it's invaded your podcast. <laughs> well, I've talked about the Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin. It's called, actually he uh, he was on Hot Ones. Was he really? How yeah. did he do? Great, great, dude. So he's Stone for real. Cold Steve Austin. He's for real. He's he, not just giant Hulk he, of muscle. He he ain't no bitch. Actually, is a tough. He's guy. fucking tough. <laughs> he's fucking tough. He has a show. Uh, he owns a big ranch he owns a big property I think it's out in Nevada and it's called the uh, something Skull Ranch Broken Skull Ranch because when he bought the land or whatever there was like a skull they found like a, like a bull skull or something it was cracked right in the middle so he called it ooh I thought I had that turned off sorry about that um, there's no way I'm paying to go to see a Chiefs game. Sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> these guys want to go. And not I thought, today. I thought he was offering free tickets, but yeah, I'm not doing that. Nope. Two hundred dollars ticket. Dude, I would not go with a free ticket. I well, no, you're going to spend two hundred dollars probably, even with a free ticket. 
and you're going to stand the whole time and you're not going to see shit yeah and it's going to be deafening i'm not a fan i'm not Arrowhead, a fan of Arrowhead i am, i am not a fan of camaro head i'm not i'm not a fan of it's like you go to Kaufman. That's a that's enjoyable experience. Man. Even everybody's if, chill, even if they're losing that there's, year. Everybody's chill. The problem with Camaro Head is there's motherfuckers like literally, and they got their fucking kids with them, and they're like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" I mean, yeah, it's the guy. And their kid is right right next to him. Like Jesus, dude. it's the guy who wanted to fight me on the side of the highway on the way to <laughs> Omaha. He's there. He's there every Sunday. I guarantee it. <laughs> Smashing I mean, heads. And... I mean, my kids have heard me listen to fucking rap. They've heard me. I was fucking. I got that Tupac "All Eyes on Me." It's a quadruple record. That's how many fucking songs are on that album. But I was playing that, and it was like, uh, what was the fucking? Song? You wonder why they call you bitch. You wonder why they call you bitch. I betcha. And I'm fucking look here, Miss Thing. They salt your game. But there's a money hungry. I can't even remember it. But I'm fucking listening to that, and I'm like fucking bouncing my head. Just bumping downstairs you know in my office and all of a sudden I feel this little tap on my shoulder and it's my daughter and I'm like oh oh boy I don't mean to call ladies bitches honey but uh, Tupac is really good at this she's like it's okay dad I know they cuss in songs you really are cool she Uh, is cool she is cool Um, but anyway so I know that, and I know my kids hear that and stuff. But yeah, I mean, my son's not my my son nor my daughter is remotely interested in going to cheese game either. You know, if Chris was like up, my, or sorry, if TNT was like up my ass, and he was like, I want to go see a cheese game, I want to see Patrick Mahomes or whatever, then I would make an effort to pay for that to go see. Sure, but uh, he'd be disappointed though. Yeah, he would. It's a disappointment. I'm sorry, Camaro Head's a disappointment. And yeah, I agree. Football is, uh, in my opinion, it's it's a better sport to watch on your couch, wrapped yeah. in a blanket, yeah. on the TV, yeah. because you can actually see what's going on. Yeah, you know when you're if unless you're at the fifty yard line, two rows you're back, you're not gonna yeah. see shit. You ain't gonna see shit because look, listen. I mean, I used to go. My uncle has a real good friend, and he had three rows back. I'm not kidding. By one of the, I think about the ten yard line. Right by the entryway, they'd run out or whatever. And we used to go all the time. Now, that was fun. That was a blast. Um, that's where I saw the girl that she was a Jayhawk cheerleader. Um, and she, it was Monday Night Football. And she ran up and jumped up and gave me a hug and a kiss in front of my uncle and his buddy. And they were like, God damn, dude. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man. You know. This is just my everyday life, bro. Dude, this is what? Happens to me all the time. Pimps keep pimping. Um, but, but anyway, it wasn't really like that, but I'm, I'm going to keep it that way in my mind. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that was fun, but I wasn't paying shit to go there either, you know, but I, since then I've gone multiple times and, you know, my wife's, uh, boss who he retired, but I mean, he's a multimillionaire and he's got season tickets and he drives down here still for the cheese games. He lives up in Michigan and his tickets are fucking nosebleeds. Yeah, he's a multimillionaire. <laughs> but he's also he got to be a multimillionaire because he's not wasting his money. <laughs> you know. Yeah. He, I mean, he is a little bit. He's but, not living life, but, great, he, but but he's not he's saving a lot of money. He's not pulling his fucking 
you know, Beamer back in front of his trailer when he gets home, his mama's trailer, and <laughs> like these morons that are paying who knows how many thousands for these. Do you know how much regular season tickets are for the Royals? Do you know how much they are? I wouldn't even be able to wager a guess. So, like, if you go nosebleed, right? Okay, let's just say we're going to sit on the bottom level. I'm not even going to go nosebleeds. Let's say you're going to sit on the bottom level. You get out on one of the walls, you know, the the before the warning track. So you're not all the way out in the outfield, but you're more this way on either side. You're probably talking about $37 per ticket mm-hmm. times how many games 81 wow yeah it goes fast man and you're paying that amount and where you had parking and ten dollar beers to that now you're talking about that's a significant investment well twelve dollar beers last year and your parking is about 15 for royals it's about 35 for the chiefs now for parking but they do they do only have eight games in preseason well, baseball is just a better spectator sport because you see everything that's yeah. going on in the field. It's a beautiful show. You don't have to pay attention. You can enjoy yourself. Although, if you're going to be sitting where I'm talking about, you probably do. Unless you want to hit your daughter, you hit in the head with a ball or something because they won't put up fucking nets for some reason. I don't know. It's so expensive for these billionaires to put those nets up. How many people get hit a year? Enough. A lot. Enough. I mean, if it's one little girl a year... It's too many. <laughs> right? I thought you were going to say it's worth it. <laughs> it could have gone either way. <laughs> I mean, what, who who is this little girl? I don't know. There's two sides to every story, know. Mike. Here we go. Okay. We are back. Uh, so, we have opened the Delirium Noel. Uh, it's a special seasonal made by Delirium Tremens, if you've ever had that before with the pink elephants. It smells fantastic. Yeah. Caramel. I can smell some serious caramel action in there. Oh, that's nice. Mmm. That is nice. Very rich. Ah, that's beautiful. See? This is why I'm such a fucking Belgian freak, Mike. You know how hard it was for me to walk past the Mexican aisle? Right? I mean, there, don't get me wrong, there were some bad hombres hanging out in there. But I walked by anyway <laughs> to the Europeans where I'm more welcome. And <laughs> I'm just a Belgian fan. I'm a Belgian fan, dude. Look at that bottle. It's just, it's even regal. I know it's silly, it's a beer bottle. But it's like ceramic and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's just, they just spray paint it. I was going to say. Yeah. The big ones are actual... That's what you're paying for, the damn ceramic bottle. The big ones are actual clay, I think. The the, the uh, 750s. You could crack a motherfucker upside the head with one of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're doing a lot of these four-packs now. And they had their Delirium, uh, regular Delirium Tremens, which you've seen before. Um, and then they had a Delirium Red. Not sure. I don't know if it's a red ale. I mean, How this, could it be any redder than this? This has a ruby color right here to it. And then this is, and those were 20 bucks a four-pack. And then this is Delirium Noel. It's their Christmas ale. I've never seen a holiday ale from this company. And it is $24 a six-pack. Now, I know you've seen this, and I know you haven't bought it. There's a, I think it's called Worldwide Imperial Stout from Dogfish Head. Yes, Thirty-six fucking dollars yes, a four pack for a four pack. I've seen it. 
It's like there is no way I will ever. It's it can't be that good. I brought How a good stout. Could it be? Uh, I brought a stout. I saw that you had a Samuel Smith. Samuel Smiths. I like Sammy Smiths. That's a good. That's the organic today. one though. It's good. I, uh, yeah, the I organic ones before, and I used to drink their nut brown ale all the time. And if you drink their organic nut brown ale, it just doesn't have enough chemical content for me. Well, you need a little. Um, but <laughs> I prefer Monsanto grown hops. That's and, right. <laughs> no, no, but it tastes different. The organic one does than the original, but. Uh, I haven't had this organic chocolate stout yet. I thought that it was always... I didn't know that there was an option. Yeah. 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 I like Sammy Smith's. I think they're good beers. You know? Uh, some of them are maybe a little bit... They're, they're clear bottles. And we talked about that before, too. That's right. Clear, clear bottles and... Not clear, not clear bottles, because we are open-minded. That's right. But clear bottles and green bottles get skunky. Episode one, we cleared that up. Yes. Yes. Um... <laughs> That's why we. That's why I am a big proponent of Corona Familiar. If you're gonna drink a good, if you want a good Mexican lager, Corona it's Familiar. A brown bottle. It's a brown bottle. No skunk. It's fucking money in the bank. They sell it in twelve packs and six packs now. It's a little higher than uh, Corona, but it's also not bullshit like Corona. So. If you like that skunk taste, stay with your fucking skunk beer. But you, I, I kind of like the skunk. I know, and some people do, and I know that. And Modelo Especial, I can yep. drink that, and that's in a clear bottle. It's like if you bust that out of a can, yeah. it's, it's a whole different experience. Yeah, and, it's well, not and I like one, it that I, way. I it kind of, well... I gotta okay. have some skunk. Modelo Especial out of, a, out of a can. As a matter of fact, I probably got about three or four of them sitting at home in a can in my house. It's just unremarkable. It tastes, it tastes yeah, like, it tastes minerally. It tastes tinny. It, it, it has a metallic flavor to it. Tastes it tastes a lot like a domestic beer with a little bit more grain. Yeah, it might as well be a Bud Light, right, with a little beef to it. Yep, or Budweiser, not Bud Light. I'm sorry, that was very insulting. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. How about that Bud Platinum? They've gotten up to 6% now. Yeah. Have you had any of those special That's Buds? That's malt liquor. Have you had the copper one, the copper lager? No. Yeah, that's the one Charlize Theron's doing. The, the I know you know who Charlize Theron is. I do. All right, you don't know a lot of names, but you know her, don't you? I'm so bad at names, dude. But you know who Charlize Theron yeah. is. Every man knows who Charlize Theron is because it's not just because she was so fucking good in Mad Max Fury Road because she really was. God, I forgot she was in that. Yeah, I was thinking of Monster. She was. Furiosa was amazing. Monster was, that was amazing. A hell of a transformation. Yes, um, but she is absolutely gorgeous. Um, but anyway, she is doing the Budweiser Copper uh, Lager. I don't know if they're aging it in some different barrels or something. I don't know. Are they going to dip her like into shit. it? Because yeah. otherwise, then I, I maybe still... might sell that shit. Right. Right. Because it tastes like shit. I tasted it. It tasted like they put some sort of additive into it to try and make it taste like it was We've more... We've dry hopped this batch yeah. with Charisse Theron. Yeah. Oh, put a drop of copper lager in that batch in each bottle, please. Uh, <laughs> this is our new copper lager. And don't forget to Someone's the... back there dumping <laughs> Killian's Irish Red into it. It's fucking shit. Killian's Irish Red, I remember when it... it before, that was like the first before original it got, craft beer. Yeah, before it got bought up. I don't know who owns that. Coors or... Um, I think Coors. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they own... 
Oh, they do the whole blue, blue moon, moon thing. Blue moon. Right. Um, but anyway, before it got bought up by them, I I drank plenty of Killian's Irish Red, and I like it. But you're not a big Red fan. But but back in the day, I mean, that was the that was first had, step yeah. out of domestic. And I, I still remember the first time I had a Killian's Irish Red, I was like, mm. God, this is so different from what yeah. I've been drinking. It's, it's got a flavor to it. Yeah, and it was just... Doors blew open from there. Dude, this tastes like somebody poured a shot of something into it. <laughs> it's powerful. What's the ABV on that? Nothing like seven bucks for an 11.2 ounce bottle. See, since the last time Ten. I was on your podcast, now I have to put on glasses to read anything. Is it 10%? It has been two years, Mike. <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> two yeah. years, baby. Nothing good has happened yeah. as far as couple good things have happened. Well, lots of good things have happened, but <laughs> physically... I'm pregnant. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. We're so happy. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's what happens when you drink this delirium beer. We're getting delirious. Men get pregnant. Um, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger in... What was that movie? Oh, God. That was horrible. <laughs> what was that? Oh, God, Danny DeVito's in it, isn't he? No, you're thinking oh, no, of, I'm thinking twins. of twins. Oh, that's a winner, too. That was actually pretty funny. Danny DeVito's fucking funny. So you got all the good genes, and I got all the shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> we watched, We did watch Kindergarten Cop with the kids at one time. I remember that. That was pretty funny. Yeah. It's not a tumor. <laughs> when he picks a little fat kid up, he's eating out of other people's lunch. Stop it! <laughs> Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. That one kid. That's fucking funny as shit, dude. That movie's horrible, though. You know, movies, I think people just forget how bad they are. Like, we went to a white elephant gift party, and I was like, all right, I'm going to find the shittiest movie. We're at Best Buy. I'm like, I'm going to find the fucking shittiest movie. And I had... Tell me if you've ever seen this movie. They Call Me Bruce. Yes. Yeah. They made. Uh-huh. They still call me Bruce, too, as a sequel. That was on TV, or it was on Pluto.tv. Have you got Pluto.tv app? Uh-uh. Oh, you need to put that shit on your TV right now. Really? It's a free app you download. It's called Pluto.tv, and it has, like, all these different streaming channels within it. One is a Mystery Science Theater 3000 channel that plays 24-7. Huh. And then they have also the guys from Mystery Science Theater 3000. They do another thing called, I don't remember what it's called, but the same type of thing, but they riff and it's more adult oriented. It's fucking great. But they have uh, cult films on there and they had, they call me Bruce. And I was like, God damn. It's chopstick looking good. <laughs> it's so wrong. I've seen it a zillion times. Like, I had a buddy. In a junior high and high school, a Vietnamese friend, and he and I watched that all the time. We thought it was the funniest fucking movie ever made. That's when he was using nunchucks as chopsticks, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Said, Aren't those weapons? Yeah. No, these are chopsticks. Yeah. <laughs> was a cop, like, yeah. giving him shit? Oh, no, these are chopsticks. Yeah. That's <laughs> chopstick looking good. <laughs> Did he pick up a chicken leg? <coughs> yep. <laughs> God, I haven't seen that since the 80s. Uh. You ain't miss much. Anyway, so I picked that film up first. I said, well, this is the shittiest movie ever. 
And then I was walking around and I looked over and I saw fucking Cobra. And I said, Ooh. oh no, wait, this wins. Cobra. That was horrible. It's, the Night Stalker. There's nothing good about that movie. He's got the match in his mouth the whole time. Yeah. Matchstick. <laughs> Marion Cobretti. Marion Cobretti. Where did he come up with that? Oh, is it because Marion Wayne? I don't know. John Wayne. That's his real name. Is it really? Yeah. Actually, it's Marion uh, Morrison. Marion? That's not really a tough name, is it? Well, my original name was Alice. Jesus Christ, dude. Is that really a line in that movie? Yes. That's horrible. I'm pretty sure. His name, John Wayne's real name is Marion Morrison. And his great nephew or whatever is Tommy Morrison, who died of No shit. He was a fighter. He was in Rocky... Tommy Glassjaw Morrison. Yeah. That was John Wayne's nephew, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Marion Morrison is John Wayne's original name. And he changed it for cinema. Um, God, it was like 1993-ish. And he was supposed to be a contender, and they were pushing him forward because he's going to be the great white hope. Right. And Christ, one left hook, and that dude is out every time. When will white people learn? Um... (laughs) I don't think we can. I think we're kind of dumb about some things, right? We just keep trying. Yeah, you just go get a big rusky. Just keep getting back they'll in that ring. In there. They'll get they'll get this guy elected. Um, but <laughs> they they uh um what was the other one that I was thinking about? Oh shit! I don't even know where I was going, dude. I'm starting to get drunk. <laughs> oh, I pick up we're Cobra. Derailing. Cobra. Cobra. Yeah, the part that I remembered from it, and I remembered as a kid was at the very beginning when he goes into that grocery store or whatever to, to uh, fix that hostage situation and he backs his ass up like he's backed up behind this fucking uh, end cap of Coors Light and the dude shoots right, it right, and right. it starts leaking out of the side and he's like Ugh. he has to get a swig and he grabs the fucking can and Oh, there's always time he for says that's some other fucking one liner dude that movie is dog shit so we go to this white elephant party motherfuckers were fighting over that movie they wanted that movie were they really yeah they were like this is one of the best movies I remember one of the best action movies I remember as a kid I'm like you should have seen uh, more movies dude <laughs> I saw that in the theater yeah I did too did you yeah that's awesome yeah I saw Rambo uh, 2 have you seen the uh, new Rambo I haven't. I saw the the one before that. So there was First Blood, and then there was Rambo Part 2, which is weird because the first one wasn't called Rambo. Rambo Part 2, Rambo 3, and then there was John Rambo. Did you see that one? I never saw that. And then there was this new one. Okay, so this is Grambo. (laughs) Because by this point... Grandpa Rambo? I mean... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the steroids have dried out. Can he draw that bow back at all? Well, if he gets his rascal going fast enough, he can pull it, the string on it. <laughs> He's old, too, man. He's looking kind of rough. He's got to be near 70. Got to be. Yeah. Did you see the movie Copland? Yes. Yes. That was a great movie. And you know, that's the thing about that's the thing about uh, Sylvester Stallone. He is a good actor. He is. Despite himself. Um, he has the ability to be a good actor and a good... 
a good role, you know, but he has to have the right role. I think anyone that's out there that's willing to get in front of a camera and do that, I even, you know, I know Batfleck is a disaster and all that, but I think he has the potential to be a good actor. You got to keep him in romantic comedies and away from fucking Batman. Well, he can't be in action films, uh, Ben Affleck. I'm sorry, he can't. But uh-uh. if you you could look, dude, if John Travolta can come back, anybody can come back, right? Tarantino just resurrected Tarantino his ass, and now he needs to put him back in the tomb. Mm-hmm. Well, he should have done that ten years ago. Well, as soon as they saw the fucking the the story blurb for Phenomenon, they should have said no. <laughs> or Michael. When he was oh, an angel. That was awful. <laughs> Dog shit, dude. Dog shit. Fucking Travolta was given the ultimate CPR to his career and revived. And what does he do? He shits all over it. Pretty much. Yeah. He didn't... Did he do oh, anything good? Let's talk about the pinnacle of his, his descent into shitville was a face-off. Oh, face off with, wow. with Nicholas I'm in every to, movie Cage you you have to ask yourself a question when you're in a movie with Nick Cage and you're both the lead and you're gonna change faces and they can't act like each other it's like they tried badly <laughs> it's really bad they do that movie on uh, how did this get made by the way they, they do a lot of those movies man there's good ones they Travolta's did. like, well, if I'm wide-eyed and spastic then I'm yeah. Nick Cage they love Nick Cage because he's so bad He's really bad. He kind of is. But he's not. It's the result of overexposure because he has had great films. He's not bad, but he is bad. Like Raising Arizona and Leaving Las Vegas. He's done some good stuff. But yeah, you get him into the action movies again. Raising Arizona is... I could almost... Yeah. I watch that. We watch that with the kids. I I watched that movie so many times. I said, uh, we need to watch Raising Arizona. And April's like, oh, I love that movie. And so I, I bought it, I think, on Google Play Movies or whatever. And, and we watch it with the kids. And I just, I don't think they really got it. You know, it was a little too much for them, probably. They like some of the scenes. Everybody likes the car chase scene when he leans out of the door and grabs yeah. the diapers. Grabs the huggies. Yeah. There's a lot I'll of good stuff. I'll take these huggies and uh, whatever cash you got in the register. Whatever cash you got in the register. He... His delivery of the lines is just so genuine. It's and very John authentic. Goodman and the other guy. Yeah, oh my God. Leave balloons blow up into funny shapes <laughs> and all. Well, if round is funny. <laughs> if you find round is funny. Dude, have you seen The right, the Righteous Gemstones on HBO? Uh-uh. It's John Goodman and... Uh, Oh, what's his name from fucking Eastbound and Down? Do you watch Eastbound and Down? Tell me you watch Eastbound. Oh my God, Mike, you gotta watch Eastbound and Down. This okay. is right up your fucking alley. Add that to my list. No, you gotta watch it because it's uh, Kenny Powers, man. Kenny Powers, motherfucker. He is a <laughs> he is a guy that grew up and played baseball. And ended up ultimately making it to the major leagues. And when he would strike people out, he would go, Fuck you! Like right after he struck him, <laughs> struck him out. He's like, <laughs> King Powers, familiar. motherfucker! Yeah. Yeah. And so 
he has gone and, and he kind of fizzled out and became a drunk and a fuck up and everything and then he's come back down and now he's coming back to, to his town he grew up in with a girlfriend that he left behind who she is the star of the TV show American Housewife she's a really good actress but anyway he's coming back and she teaches at the school and he's going to be the gym coach now at this school and <laughs> dude hilarity ensues because there's another teacher there that knows who he is that thinks he's the fucking cat's meow and will do anything for him <coughs> the second season takes entire, entirely takes place in Mexico because he's playing in the Mexican baseball leagues I mean it is fucking great dude Will Ferrell shows up there as a local car dealership uh, who brings him on to, to throw, <laughs> All right. throw pitches to a, a dude that works as I'm a sold. yeah you got to see you got to watch Eastbound and Down what's it on? it was on HBO it was only three seasons but it is money in the bank I highly okay, recommend good. it we need something new to binge because we just got through watching Bloodline all three seasons have you seen that? no check what's it out what's that? it's a a very dark family drama about a a family with a lot of wealth and power in the deep south down in Florida Huh. It's in the takes place in the Keys. It's all shot in the Keys, uh, and uh, I won't get too much into it. But yeah, it's it's about corruption within the family, and you've got these dirt poor hustlers who are involved in, you know, cartel and drug trafficking, right. and this family is involved in it too. But yet, they have a way of drawing you in and making you obviously sympathize with the rich family because. They're the focal characters, and Americans sort of have an attraction to opulence right. and wealth and power. Sort of. And so you automatically sympathize with them, and then they punish you for that. Nice. Like and it. you end up sympathizing with the the little guys who are, you know... I like that. I like the idea of that. Who've always been crushed by Bloodlines. What's that on? Is that on, like, Netflix it's, uh, or something? Yeah, Netflix. Okay. I'm going to check that yeah, out. Bloodline. The other one I've heard to watch that's on there, and they have all the seasons now, is Shit's Creek. Have you ever heard of that? Annie loves it. I cannot stand that fucking show. Really? Because we tried to. We started watching the first season, and we stopped. Because I love Eugene Levy. I think he's great. You know? He's been in a lot of shit. See the guy who was in Best in Show and all that? The dad, yeah. Yeah, I don't like him. You don't like... What about even like a... Um, Armed and Dangerous. Remember that movie with him and John Candy? And they were like security guards. Yes. And then <laughs> the scene where John Candy had to dress in drag. Oh, and fuck's then, sake. And then fucking Eugene Levy had the assless chaps on. Meg Ryan's yes. in that fucking movie. Yes. Yeah. That's fucking fun. <laughs> no, it's not. That yeah, is. That shit. That shit, yeah. You can't use that as a way to draw me into shit. a show. Man. To Eugene Levy, man. Okay. What about Martin Short? Do you like Martin Short? Uh, not really. Oh my God! Okay, well we're different. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Like I the think three Martin amigos. He's the one amigo I could do without. It could be two amigos. And I'd be what good. the fuck are you, did you just say? <laughs> Little Nettie can fuck off. Oh my God, Mike! <laughs> I'm sorry, but you have just spoiled sacred ground here. Sorry, dude. Oh my God! That's what we're doing here. The we're, funniest fucking joke in that whole people. movie. The funniest fucking joke is, what kind of plane is that? Oh, I think it was a blah 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 B O one. What's it doing here? What's a 
I don't know. It's a male plant? Male plant. Why, why, why do you know that? Didn't you see his little balls? <laughs> That's not the best line. That fucking joke is great. I watched that with Christopher and we laughed. I mean, sorry. I watched that with TNT. Chevy Chase has all the best lines in that film. Wait, what? I'm kind of drawing a blank, but... Chevy Chase? He's got good lines. Would you film. kiss me on the veranda? Lips would be fine. <laughs> That's he's, fucking funny. And then he That's says, funny. Do you have anything besides Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> that movie, though, in general, like, I remember seeing that movie in the theater and, like, leaving. Because I was like, this movie's fucking stupid. And then watching that movie, like, five years later on video and going, Holy shit, this might be one of the funniest movies ever made. It's hilarious. I actually think the bartender might have the best line. We've <laughs> <laughs> got some beers here. We don't have no beers. We have tequila. What's tequila? Yeah, it's like beer. <laughs> he goes, like, try not to get into too many troubles. It's <laughs> fucking money. You do that so well. That's I don't good. think I did. But no, it's good. Try not to get into too many troubles, okay? <laughs> Ah, uh, look at the little, look at the little girls with their fancy guns. <laughs> oh, those Germans. That was awesome. That fucking movie. I. Or what about fucking Phil Hartman in that movie? You remember Phil Hartman in that movie? You know Phil Hartman. Yeah. Right. Remember him in that movie? No, I feel like a charity. Case. He keeps picking up that. You know book. Phil Hartman. Sharice right? <laughs> Theron. You know her. Like, well, well, I'm trying to talk about people that give you boners. Phil Hartman and Shirley Theron. <laughs> uh, Phil Hartman, like, they keep going. You're gonna get fired or whatever in that office, and he picks up the phone. He's like, "Get wardrobe up here and get the amigos clothes." <laughs> That's his only lines. They're fucking so stupid. But if you go back and you watch the way he picks it up and delivers it. It is so good. Have you ever seen the Pee Wee Herman special? Yes. The one from 1980 when Phil Hartman's in it? Yeah. I think that is one of the funniest goddamn things. That's, I, I love that. And you know what's funny? I love Sly and the Family Stone. And the reason I love Sly and the Family Stone is that show. Because they do a musical montage in that deal where they sing a bunch of Sly and the Family Stone no shit. songs. And I was just like, yeah, they do. Hot fun in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah! Because <laughs> Pee Wee does that part. And I remember watching that over and over again on HBO as a kid. And I fucking fell in love with Sly and the Family Stone because of that stupid... That special was fantastic. It's way better, even though... Was that his first... Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Appearance? No, because he was in a Cheech and Chong movie. Yeah, that's true. Before that. I'm sorry I took the money. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. (laughs) Paging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman, you're wanted at the front desk. (laughs) What about in that that movie? (laughs) He's like, Simone, everybody's got a big butt. Why don't you tell me about your big butt? And her fucking fiance is outside listening on the Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. I think that movie. And there's another movie that I saw when I was really young. I was like, nah, this is stupid. That movie's 
funny as shit, man. Pee Wee's Big Adventure is great. I'll tell you what, his last movie can the can, one they did on Netflix go. that was awful with Joe Manganiello or whatever. It was just, it was sad. Even Big Top Pee Wee's probably better. Ooh, god dang, dude, that's kind of a shift. We're sort of grinding gears here. We went from Natter Days to a very expensive Belgian beer to chocolate ale. That that's like a chocolate bar in there. Mm-hmm. Very natural tasting. All right, all right. So we've talked way too long. Probably most of that will be cut out. So um, I don't know. Maybe if you give me five bucks each, I'll put. It, I'll leave it in there. <laughs> Dummies. Um, Where are we at? Uh, we're supposed to be talking about things we're into. Okay. Um, After for the last hour. <laughs> well, we kind of already talked about this, but a Mandalorian. Sorry, Mandalorian. We were talking about Mandalorian. Oh, I've got I one apologize. thing to add to that. Yeah, Mandalorian, yes. Damn, that was like 30 minutes yes, ago. Yes, it was a while ago. Mandalorian. So, <clears throat> I saw this suggested post on Facebook. And it was about the Mandalorian. God, I didn't bring that Star Wars record. I'm so fucking pissed at myself, Mike. I totally meant to bring that for you to see, dude. It's so awesome. I'm I'll bring it. Once I get the Empire right one, you'll have to see it. Okay, I found it. <clears throat> So there's this suggested for you Facebook ad, and it was about the Mandalorian. And I very rarely comment on anything like that. Right. But sometimes I'm intrigued, so I'll click the comments just to see what people are saying. Right. And I see this one, a post by John Bowers. And he says, I'm really stoked that IG-88 is in the show. He's one of my favorite childhood characters that I've always wanted to see in action. And he got blasted by all these nerds. I mean, just listen to some of these comments. No, he's not. It was IG-11. I have spoken. That's kind of funny. That's cute. It's not IG-88. It just goes on and on. Dude. It's IG-11, the subtitle said. And he replies back, and he's like, where is oh he says thanks for letting me know I remember in the origin story that there were several models made it still looks badass yeah and people continue they still bitching at him IG-11 bounty droid it was said plain and simple IG-11 Andy's man. dead people should really start reading all the extra materials fucking fuck you and so I'm reading all these posts of people just nailing him and I got quite a few likes for this but I reply all of you trolls bashing on him for not reading subtitles are not only a bunch of dicks who are missing his point entirely, but take your own advice and notice that a dozen dorks like you said the exact same thing before you in the comment thread. So it's a lack of attention to small details and print that irks you, huh? <laughs> fucking A, Mike. And that goes back to what's bugging me. It's just people are fucking assholes. It's like the guy, yeah, much like me, no, because you said it, and I said no. It's I thrilled IG. to yeah, see. Right, me too. I had droid. I bought the dude. I recently, I I don't buy a lot of this stuff anymore. Now I will buy a Mandalorian figure if I see one somewhere, like the Black Series or whatever. So I'll put <laughs> that fucker up on my desk or whatever because I love it. And I'm not going to shame you because. Uh, but I bought. We are who we are. I bought Ig eighty eight and Bosk. I think I sent you pictures of those. They're really great, but even my buddy uh, TV in Colorado, he was like, this is his initials, but he, I call him that all the time, TV. 
But he he was like, yeah, you'll have problems standing eighty eight up. He doesn't stand up very well. <laughs> like, he's fucking right. He doesn't. Huh. But but anyway, he's got those really wide feet. You'd think he would. Yeah, they're not as wide as you might think. Long, he's right. really tall. So if there's one bend in one leg, you're fucked. Yeah, he's going over sideways. It's, he's so top heavy because his head's pretty heavy. It's kind of thick. Anyway, and you know, as kids growing up, we loved IG eighty eight and Bosk and all those people. But yeah. You play with the character, and he had the most badass gun. Yeah. This monstrous sniper rifle. Mm -hmm. But one thing we never really would have suspected, and they brought it out in The Mandalorian, was he had all those weird little eye stalks sticking out of his cone head. Yes. And then you see where they come into play. Right. You know, they're rotating 360 degrees and seeing things behind him and Uh, shooting forwards and backwards. That character's only in there... I'm, no spoiler. Well, you've probably seen it, right? If you're if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably seen it. But and if not, uh, but if not, spoiler Plus. alert. Here it comes. Uh, you know, I know he dies in the first episode and stuff, but uh, maybe I don't yeah, know. They show scenes of him and the whole group together later. So he, I maybe they revive. Maybe it's a different oh different droid. Maybe <laughs> pause. Yeah, it's it sucks that people. Fucking give people shit. I mean, I mean, I when you said it, you were like Ig eighty eight's in this or whatever. I was like, no, you fucking dumb fuck. It's Ig eleven, and then it was over with. Conversation was over with. Yeah, just have some class, like me, people. Something. Um, <laughs> you know, the funniest thing about that, we were watching that second episode, uh, my wife and I, last night, and there's a lot of that uh, baby Yoda in there, a little bit, and. But I fucking love it. I love it. And the they whole, did a pretty good job with the it. The whole scene, I mean, it could have gone so much worse. I, I think that's what the expectation is. The what, expectation what is the whole thing when he has to go get the egg and all that. Mm-hmm. It could have gone so much worse. It could have gone so much sillier and stupider and all that. And they restricted it. They held it back in a little bit. And it does... There are moments, especially in the second episode, I think, that could potentially be corny. And there are even moments that are somewhat corny. I thought the first episode had more corny moments than the yes, second. I agree. They, they're he's they're just getting restrict- traction, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you what I like about it. What I, what I gathered from it, I mean, even the first episode, when I, uh, towards the end, at the very end, when they play like the, uh, they play the, the score and they, they up on video they play they they show some of the concept art mm-hmm. and stuff for it. <clears throat> it it it's it's like it's like a mix between kung fu and fucking any other western film that you can think of from the right. 60s and 50s the tv shows it's like a mixture of all that shit together and it just really you know, when Star Wars came out, I mean, I, re- I distinctly remember when Star Wars came out, and I remember my dad, hearing my dad talk about it to friends and saying, it's like a cowboy movie, but it's in space. And I, and I remember that was kind of his big thing that he would say. Kind of. A lot of people said that about it. <clears throat> and I think it's really gotten away from that. And I really do. But I think there is that aspect to it. Well, there wasn't a lot of humor in A New Hope. And 
No, a little they, bit. They There's a little bit, their, right? Their, yeah. their balance, and I think that Mandalorian captures the right balance between badassery and humor. Yes, it's light. Yes, um, you know, in in the uh, the prequels that Lucas did, it was just you know spurting humor all over the place. Right, just, and it was it was a, that's why they failed. Yeah, and these new ones, this new trilogy. Um, the real issue with it is is that it's they're trying okay in the first one in The Force Awakens they really I'm sorry I'm getting into this trilogy and I apologize because <laughs> we talked about it this is where but, Mike gets quiet but, but here's the thing I think in the first one they, they just tried so hard to make us feel like we were watching Star Wars again mm-hmm. right and I think they succeeded they did I felt I think like that's why I I felt like I'm watching Star Wars and then the second one, they allowed a different director into it. He had a different way of thinking, a different vision. And <clears throat> I guess my biggest beef with the second one is this. <laughs> and you're going to be like, dude, that's all? <laughs> I can tell you this is it. My biggest beef with the second one is the fact that it all takes place within a short amount of time. And yet... I'm expected to believe that these motherfuckers travel to this other fucking planet that's a fucking casino and all this shit and they make it back in time still. I, that That's the part that really lost me and frustrated me. I mean, there's other parts of it too. The whole... The entire God, movie man. was just a space chase. You had a whole casino planet, Okay. Fucking do something with it. Do something with it that's more than some bullshit of a little space leprechaun laughing, taking money in a fucking casino when all this shit goes down. Do something else with it, man. I'll tell you what they can do with it is a Death Star blast because that whole planet was fucking horseshit. It was stupid. It was stupid. No, but. Okay, but. If you cut that whole planet scene out entirely, the movie's vastly improved. But I understand the idea of wanting to go to a place like that and explore it. And I even understand the idea of there's people and animals and stuff that are kept here, you know, enslaved in order to appeal to all these rich people, right? I get that. I get the appeal of, of... creating something like that. What I don't get is paying it so small, paying it such little attention and making it such a minor part of the story that in reality, in a, in a real time scale, it's like this tiny little millisecond that fits in there, it doesn't even make sense logically no. to me. It was like paying political homage to me, to the left. And I am That's left. exactly what it is. I'm left too. Yeah, absolutely. And it fucking pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like you're right. You're right. It was political correctness. Politics in my yep. fucking fantasy. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, I go to the movies to get away from that, to get away from what we see every day on social media and, well, on social media. Right. And then you go there and it's just like... And they it's had in your a, face. They had a checklist and of boxes of... Fucking Marvel's done that too. It's just kind of the way. But we don't need to get into all that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But See, it's just going to go downhill. I know. It into... is. It is. We're going to sound like a couple fucking old I'll farts. I'll be bashing liberals in no time and I am mm-hmm. one. Anyway. 
So what Mandalorian does that I see is when he walks into a bar, it's like a fucking bar. It's a cantina. It's fucking Star Wars. It's a new hope. It's a desolate, shitty situation where motherfuckers are just trying to get by. And I love that about it. I love that about it. I love the dark, creepy old, man, being a bounty hunter is a... Complicated <laughs> fucking business. Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. He did a good job. Werner Herzog, man. Incredible director. I mean, so was that supposed to be tattooing that they were on when he was searching for the egg? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. 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 I think Jawas are on other planets, and I think that... But just like Jakku. I think Jakku, you know... And actually, I think there's... You know, to think about it, man. You can travel to other <laughs> galaxies and other... I mean, there should be other planets that are desert planets and ice planets. and. Well, there's a reason why desert planets are in all the Star Wars movies and films is because it's cheap we, to shoot there. We have deserts here? We go to, <laughs> we go to yeah. Arizona, Nevada. And Hoth wow. is uh, pretty cold to shoot in Greenland. But that first <laughs> that first planet that they went to with the bar scene you're talking about. Where the, he, it's, yeah. It's, that was a great... Yeah, it was almost all CG. Yeah, it's kind of a weird environment, wasn't it? It was almost like a... Frozen hellscape. Yeah. It was was more like like Antarctica or something if there wasn't as much, like, snow, It was like a a water planet that was frozen over. Frozen over. Maybe it was that period of... Desolate and shitty and, like, it's a frozen tundra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. I like that scene. I did, too. I like the guy saying, hey, you guys better get off here now. And I even like the whole fucking freezing the guy and I don't know I liked it I like both episodes I like I like it I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna put things back on track it's definitely gonna help that here's the deal Star Wars films only need to come out as necessity now the world has changed we're, it's we're not even Bob Iger the head of Disney said that they push it too hard too many Star Wars movies came out too fast. And you and I have talked about this, but I think the future of Star Wars is going to be D-plus series and yeah. one-shot films. Yeah. It's like, stay away from these trilogies. Yeah, man. It's, we don't on, need man. another one of those. I mean, you could if it's the right subject matter. But right? it's like once you've stepped into that quagmire and you're fucking up, you yeah. can't get out. No. And that's where I think they went wrong with this well, trilogy look, now. And here's the other that's thing. That's my opinion. The other thing about it, and this is why it got so fucked up, in the middle here and and again let me just say this I'm just gonna say this out loud and Mike's gonna fucking disagree with me but I honestly think the reason that people really hated The Last Jedi so much is because realistically and artistically and, and as far as the way that it it's created and visually it's more impacting and it's more artistic of a film than most other Star Wars films that we've seen. There are very few uh, I felt a little bit force fed and I agree with all the stuff you're saying about jamming the left wing agenda down my fucking throat. Right? And you don't have to, man. I don't need to suck that dick because I'm already on that fucking ride. Right? Right? (laughs) That should go on your tombstone. That's a fucking t-shirt. I don't need to suck that dick because I'm on that ride, motherfucker. 
right? That's a fucking. That's our first T-shirt, Mikey. That's our first T-shirt. <laughs> that's your T-shirt. I don't need to suck that dick because I'm on that ride. <laughs> I fucking love it. I'm making that T-shirt. I'm gonna give one to. I got lots of friends. I give that shirt to. Um, but, but I think the the deal is is that it's different and it's unique and it's a it's a different vision. And the problem is it was stuck right in the middle of a trilogy. And even more than that, it's stuck in the in towards the end of a series of nine films about the Skywalker saga, and it just fucked with too many things and did too many things different to appeal to people. People who are bitching about the First Order and how dumb they are and all that shit should go back and watch A New Hope and see how fucking what a horrible shot all the star, stormtroopers were for the Empire. Well, it's almost like they're recreating A New Hope with that first film Force Awakens yeah but it's like what I thought and maybe maybe a lot of other people felt this way too is that Force Awakens we thought that they were paying homage to the old films one time I'm trying to move and, this off you know we're going to show respect to the Millennium Falcon and to Han Solo and to Luke and Leia and then we're going to go into a different direction right and they fucking didn't it's like it's still the Skywalker trilogy, didn't they? No, hell no. It's I still, think they did it's go still off Skywalker in a, land, but they did go off in a different direction. I mean, they're bringing the fucking Emperor back. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. No. I think you have to. Did you hear that the look. last Jedi was supposed to be Leia? Yes. Carrie Fisher died, but she, it was supposed to be a Jedi battle scene at the end with her wielding a lightsaber for the first time right. after zero training. She's yes. going to whoop some ass. But... Uh, right. Okay. Let me just put this in your head. I'm ready to go in different directions. That's all I'm saying. Right. Let me just put this in your head. Consider all of the Jedi and everything you know about everybody that's been trained to be a Jedi and who became a Jedi and all that. Okay. And let's, let's see. If we go back the original films oh my god dude you're really getting me in some deep fucking nerd talk here <laughs> but somebody brought this up to me once and and I just went holy fucking shit yes and that is this <clears throat> the big thing that Yoda says in Empire Strikes Back when Luke leaves early and goes back to Bespa and fights against Darth Vader and has that whole duel and gets his hand cut off and all that. The whole, the whole big thing that Yoda says is, or even before that, when he's talking about training him, you're too, he's too old. He's too old. And you hear Ben Kenobi in the background go, what's one said about, what? you know, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, but, you know. Now think about what Luke did from that point forward. Think about it just for a second. He fucked up everything. He did shit that Yoda couldn't do. He destroyed the most powerful Sith of all. One of the most powerful Siths of all time. Obviously, didn't completely destroy the other one. But he got one of the most powerful Sith warriors of all time to turn against his own leader. A man who had turned him into a monster. <clears throat> And all that. Luke, beyond a doubt, there's zero question whatsoever, is the most powerful Jedi of all time. So leave it. 
Yeah. Going a different direction. Right. I don't have a problem with there being someone who's more powerful. I don't have a problem with Ray being more powerful than Luke. I just have a problem with her being affiliated with the Skywalker lineage in some way. It's not. It's not her, dude. uh, She's not. She's not affiliated with the Skywalker lineage. It's like I could see Kylo's... Ben Solo is. uh, Hang up. I mean, he's... He's a Skywalker. I think we're stalling out here. (laughs) Ben. Kylo Ren's a Skywalker. Not Rey. As far as we know. No. There's... (laughs) There's You've done more reading than I have. No, I'm sure dude. That... She is... You don't know who she is yet, do you? <laughs> no. She's a descendant of the Emperor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's slightly more cool. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, I know, that, but that, I hear the last... Me... The last scene in this movie that's coming up, from what I hear, is total shit. I'm not excited about it at all. See, I go into movies completely blind, always. I never read anything before. Well, I know who she is, or I know who they say she is. And I also know that the the last Skywalker is not her. It's okay. Ben. It's, it's Han and Leia's son. He's the hope. Interesting. So they did the flip-flop. Yeah. They fucked everybody over on this deal. <laughs> but I'm not saying he's going to be a good guy in this movie. You know? I bet I bet he gets killed. Well, he's got some digging out to do. Uh, Yeah. He's been a real shit, right? I like it, though. He's a, He's been acting the maggot he's a lately. Whiny, he's a whiny little bitch. He right. needs to put the helmet back on. He needs to get a new the helmet. Fucking helmet, dude. Man up. Put the helmet on. I agree. See, I for I kind of. It's like once he took the helmet off in Force Awakens. Yeah. JJ felt the same way. He's like, put the helmet back on. Yeah. It's like it. Maybe some people had a problem with the First Order. I didn't. Some people really did. It was when he. Well, I, mean, I kind of like I, it. I could see it. To be honest with you, I kind of like the First Order. Don't get me wrong, man. What's his name? Admiral Hux or whatever. He's stupid as shit. Yeah. But so was Grandma Tarkin. They were all dumb. They've all been dumb. Right? They could have come up with a more original idea. It's like it seemed like it was just the Empire. It's rehashed. Reimagined yeah. in a slightly different well, way. Wait, wait, instead wait. Of wait. Start, st- you know where that's born. You know where that's born, right? Where this is all born, the first order. Uh-uh. You're seeing it. You're watching it right now on Disney Plus. <laughs> well, that's who. This is all going to be born out of. Uh, bounty hunting is a very. <laughs> it's all born out of that. It's all coming from here. Yeah, everything that happens in between, Return of the Jedi. Mandalorian starts seven years after the Battle of Yavin, which is the the oh my god, guys! I'm embarrassed. That's where Luke blew up the first Death Star. <laughs> yeah, ABY. That's that's a fucking actual term. <laughs> it's all right. Anyway, we're all friends here. 
seven years after <coughs> Mandalorian takes place, the Empire is destroyed, and <clears throat> the Emperor is destroyed, and Mandalorian is so Boba Fett's dead. A lot of people are saying they see Boba Fett in the background. I don't see how that can be. He's going to be digested for a thousand years, right? So uh, the First Order is born out of that crew. It's like this scattered bunch of morons out there, right? Did you ever read any of those books? Did you ever read any of the Star Wars books like that have been considered not canon now? I will tell you this. There is a series that was written and they had a character in it who was a, a clone called Grand Admiral Thrawn. And uh, there was a Jedi who Luke works with called Joris Saboth, who is also a clone. And um, in, in, in that story, the Empire has been scattered across the galaxy and is a group of individual uh, factions of warriors that, I mean, you think about it, you got all these guys dressed up in these white fucking armored outfits waiting to go into battle, and uh, they're, they're all over the place. They're, they're hidden in places. Like, have you ever heard the story about Japanese warriors after World War II that are on islands? Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, there's guys that they found in, like, 1980 and stuff that were still fucking alive. I guess I wasn't thinking that far ahead. No, it's true. It's true. And they were still thinking the war wasn't over. And of course, (laughs) His Royal Highness Hirohito has brought us to victory. Yeah. That's making me think of Dave Chappelle on The (laughs) the Last Slave. Yeah. Same fucking thing, though. Seriously. (laughs) So, So, think about that with the Empire. Think about a wider space that you can put people right so you have the empire that's out there spread all around in these different places yeah it's fucking crazy man and so out of that slowly develops the first order first order just probably is a group of people from the empire who had enough financial backing and enough money and enough of this equipment still around to raise up and and become this next big. They fashion. should have somehow explained that. Yeah, yeah, that's a that problem. That would have helped. Yeah, yeah, because because you know we know our buddy Charlie has a real big problem with the first order, right? A little bit of a big problem. Yeah, yeah, and and I get it. I understand it. And, you know, he talks about how dumb they are and all that shit. But to be honest with you, really, how dumb are they if they're abducting children and turning them into fighting warriors? This sounds like they're pretty smart. They know they don't have clones anymore, so uh, we better take a variety of different people from around the galaxy and turn them into warriors. We're yeah. going to raise them from when they're infants. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, some of their decision-making, sure, but some of the resistance's decision-making is pretty fucking stupid, too. Right? And realistically... When so everybody's the being, was behind all this, apparently. Really, when everybody's being stupid, isn't that the perfect time to go to war? <laughs> Just saying. I know hmm. that's how we do it down here on Well, Earth. that's interesting that she's a descendant of the Emperor. Yeah. Well, that's what they say, anyway. I don't know. We'll see. But that's what's been said. She, she is a direct descendant of Palpatine. Who is Darth Sidious. And he has... 
become Darth Sidious by murdering Darth Plagueis. So that was, uh, yeah, the, the story. They get a little fucking crazy in there, dude. I don't know if I agree with all of it. However, it's not what we're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> Mandalorian's great. Watch it. <laughs> Catch your next episode. Yeah. It'll be out next Friday. <laughs> I feel like we might have lost a shitload of listeners. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of cutting in here. Because, uh, yeah, that went on a long time. Yeah, and, if, and if you don't have D+, that was kind of a... There's a lot of stuff in D+, that really... Uh, you know, and I know like there's gonna be. I, I think there still is. I think there is right now. Yeah, I don't want to watch Lady and the Tramp either, but they're probably all watching at my house. Right I kind of want to watch Pinocchio. I haven't seen that since I was five well, you, years old. You, look, when my son was Monster little, of the Whale was fucking scary. Little, little. Uh, one of his very favorite things was Dumbo, and he would watch it. The God, TV. that was a sad movie. Oh my God, it's depressing, heartbreaking. Yeah, I haven't even seen that new version, but I can't imagine it's... It's on there. Yeah, I know, I saw it. <clears throat> but uh, he would watch it and then play it again and watch it again, like, right away. I mean, he just fucking loved that movie. That and Babe 2, uh, Pig in the City, big one. You know who directed that movie? It's a Come on, Mike. somebody who directed something really... Mad Max Fury Road. George, yeah. George Miller. That's nuts. <laughs> He also did the first Mad Max film. He's got multiple And the second Mad Max man. film. And the third Mad Max film. And that film. And, and Babe Pig in the City. Pig, and he did Happy Feet, both of those. Yeah, that's right, Happy Feet. What is going on in that guy's head? He's a genius. That's what's going on in his head. He's working on another Mad Max, I hope. Uh, anyway, that he loved those movies, so... Yeah, that's cool. And then my kids also really love Gravity Falls. And all those are on there. And all those Mickey Mouse and Friends that came out just maybe like, I don't know, six or seven years ago. If you haven't seen those, they're more in the, the vein of Tom and Jerry and that type of stuff like that. Fucking kind of rude car cartoon. They're fun. If you haven't seen those Mickey Mouse and Friends, watch those. Those are all on there. They're fucking hilarious. They're anywhere between four and seven or eight minutes long. And very funny cartoons. Speaking of, there's a SpongeBob movie coming out next year. I can't wait. <laughs> I love SpongeBob. I think SpongeBob's funny as shit. I, I sometimes feel like I was the first adult to discover SpongeBob because I stumbled upon it and it was hilarious. And I tried to get my wife and kids to watch it. I'm like, this show is seriously fucking hilarious. It is. And. Yeah, then suddenly the whole world noticed. Loves it, and yeah. SpongeBob went kaboom. Well, Ren and Stimpy is that way, too. I mean, Ren and Stimpy, the only real difference between Ren and Stimpy and SpongeBob that I can think of is the fact that the creator of Ren and Stimpy is a pedophile. <laughs> well, that'll put a kink That'll in change the, things. Put a kink in the hose. Um, I was going to say it's slightly more demented. It's I way mean, more demented and more adult in general. Spongebob is wittier. It's more tongue-in-cheek. It's funny. I laugh yeah. harder at Ren and Stimpy. Oh, Ren and Stimpy's deeper, and it's a deeper level for adults. It's so much more obscure. Yeah, it's really out there. The The one, the Space Madness one, might be one of the best cartoons ever made. It's pretty fucking awesome. Space Madness. madness. All right.
What else are you into, Mike, besides Mandalorian? Well, one thing we <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't talk take about. an hour and a half for the next one. <laughs> we got to talk about this, and it may take an hour and a half, okay. but uh-huh. let's try not to. Yeah. Is you and I went out to, uh, well, we'll say dinner at uh-huh. Martin City Brewery. Yeah. Yes. And I don't even know how the fuck this came up, but I'm just going to rewrite history and say this is how it came up. All right. Is that you were a huge fan of the Planet of the Planet of the Apes oh, franchise? Shit. Yes. And I was not. <clears throat> okay. It's like I saw the original when I was a kid. Right. And I think I saw the remake. Right. Timber around yeah. two thousand ish. Yeah. Marky Mark. Yeah. And uh, that's as far as I went with it. And I'd see these. I'd go to see movies, and I'd see these trailers for Dawn of the Planet, yep. Rise yep. of the Planet, Rise. War of the Planet. I'm oh like, fuck, who is watching these fucking I'm so fucking excited that we're getting ready to talk about this, Mike. And <laughs> Can you lo see and my behold, face? it's Kyle Can who's watching me? these movies. And this is going to make had the some podcast sort of a this part right here. Sorry. This part's going to make it. What are you doing? I'm, no, I'm just saying. Okay. I hear what you have to say. Okay. I'm excited. So, I, I was never a fan. I, I would never have watched those movies if it wasn't presented to me as almost like a challenge. Yep. Like, you explained that... These uh, new ones. Dawn, Rise, this and War. This new trilogy. Right. It's one story. Right. And it's it's a prequel. Caesar. Prequel to the original Planet of the Apes, shot in 1968. Yep. But yet it took place in 1972. Why would they think in four years we'd be traveling... I tell you, and exactly. fucking folding space and stuff. Why? Why did they think that? That was because that's where a... number four takes place in the original films. Or three, sorry, three. You haven't seen the, those. You've only seen the first one of the old ones, right? You okay, seen, now, you now there's five of the mind. there's five of the old ones. Huh? And there's a TV series and there's an animated show too. Sorry. It's <laughs> all right. Pierre Boulle wrote the original book. We are entering Ape Land. Yeah. We're going to talk Planet of the Apes, dude. Okay. I'm fucking Planet of the Apes. I love Planet of the Apes. Yes. Go ahead, please. Here's where I'm at on Planet of the Apes. I took you up on your challenge. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch these three movies. It's hard to watch the the old one, right? The 68. I had to rewatch the old one. Yeah. Because I felt like that's a good starting point. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, the last time I watched the old one, I think I was probably, uh, you know, seven, eight years old, something like that. Right. And one thing I didn't pick up on then that I did now was how much of a fucking asshole Charlton Heston is. Just unbelievable. I mean, if I would have been one of the crew members on that ship, he would have been dead and buried on that planet nah, or jettisoned he, into space he would have been into space yeah I'd put his ass out to space so but he's, he's so goddamn good looking I mean that's really well he thinks he is he, he's handsome it's like if uh, if Gary Busey was acting like William Shatner <laughs> doing his best to act like William Shatner wow that's what you'd get you get this cigar smoking toothy yeah confrontational instigational asshole it's like he's got these guys have gone through hell and they've lost their you know 2,000 years past their families and all their loved ones are dead and they're on this isolated planet and he's just rubbing shit in their face yeah it's fucked up he's like yeah what kind of a pussy are you 
Yeah. Damn. What'd you sign on to this mission for, <laughs> you fucking puss? Like, are you I mean, kidding? I like to eat pussy, but you like to be a pussy. <laughs> well, and then he's got the misogynistic side, too, where he, uh, he's, he's trying to communicate with the, the cave woman, you know, right. yeah. that he finds in the future. She's pretty hot. And he's like, well, we had a woman on our ship, too. She was supposed to be the new Eve for our randy and hot and wild crew. But unfortunately she died. You're not as smart as her, but you'll do. Are you fucking shitting me? It's like maybe back in 1976 when I watched it, that that didn't even rattle me. But now I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I can pee again.